Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how to spot nightmare clients before they ever waste your time. So what do we mean by nightmare clients? Neil, I'm curious to get your thoughts first. The clients that, and there's different variations of it, but it could be clients that email you every single day, call you every single day, tell you how to do your own job every single day, clients who keep complaining every day, clients who have unrealistic expectations and expect you to provide the world within a day like these are all examples of clients that are nightmares, but there's one consistent thing that we've seen when it comes to clients that are nightmares, and I'm guessing you've seen this as well, Eric. It comes down to expectation setting. If you set the right expectations from day one and someone's okay with it and you set the boundaries, you're good to go. If you try to set them and someone's not okay with it, chances are they're not going to be a good fit as a client. But if they are okay with it and they are willing to deal with everything, you should be fine. Yep. So what I like to call it is, oh, I've heard this concept before. It's called energy vampires, right? So you have people that give you energy and energy vampires. So if you feel like if you're interacting with someone and you feel like they're sucking away your energy, that's probably someone you don't want to work with, right? And to Neil's point, yes, absolutely. Expectation setting is probably one of the most important things just in general because you're basically figuring out how aligned you are with that person. If you can't align with their expectations, you shouldn't work with them because you can't help them. So one of the things that's really good in the very beginning, if you have leads coming in, well, I like using an application or I like using a lead form to qualify it. And you can tell if they're half-assing the lead form and they're just giving one word responses and they're kind of being an asshole in how they write about things, you'll know that you don't want to work with them. And so it's also figuring out like who's an ideal client for you. So you put together an ideal client profile, could be revenue sizes, could be the types of industries that you want to work with. Who do you do well with, right? So you got to take a step back. Let's say you've been in business for a year, take a step back and think about who pays you the most, who stays with you the most, and who do you like dealing with the most for us specifically we like working with a lot of SaaS companies or e-commerce companies. That's just kind of our bread and butter. And I know for Neil, it's a little different as well. So you set who you want to work with, your expectations, and then they fill out a form. You see if it matches, you get on a call with them, see if you ask them questions, see if there's alignment there, and then you can decide if you want to proceed or not. Yeah. So, and if you end up doing that, you'll still every once in a while get nightmare clients. And I kid you not, whether you like it or not, if you need the revenue, no matter what, keep them right? Especially early on. But if you have enough revenue and you can cut your expenses, even if you want that revenue, what I recommend is just canning them. Like seriously, can them, try to make it right, do it on terms that are very peaceful and just can them because it's like, it's poison. It just will slow you down and cause you to do worse work for the other people that are paying you that deserve amazing quality work as well. I think the really important thing too is when you're canning them, make it seem like it's your fault. It's me. It's not you. 
right? So then you blame it on yourself. And by the way, it's, it's free to blame yourself. It's free to apologize. So you just do it, right? Because these nightmare clients probably, they might have an ego. They might explode and start doing all this crazy stuff. You don't want that to happen, right? The worst could be they start threatening you with a lawsuit or they start hitting you with negative reviews and things like that. You just don't want to deal with that. But to Neil's point, when you're working with nightmare clients, especially if it's your team that's working with them, they become demotivated when they come into work because they have to think about the stress of working with this person, right? Or this client. So you don't want to do that. You want to make sure that you take care of your team because it's not worth the trouble because that will cause collateral damage to your other clients who you love and whoever servicing that account, their A game might drop to like a B minus game and then you get B minus work across the board and then you start losing other clients because they start getting pissed, right? You got to think about the consequences there. Neil? It's big. And if you don't really think about the consequences, it just can hurt you so much in the long run. Like just be very, very careful on having the right type of clients. And like, I can't emphasize that enough because there's so many people just go after and chase the revenue. Yeah. I think the final thing that we'll both add is Neil and I, we haven't serviced client accounts for years. Sometimes we (laughs) might hop in or so. So would you want to add something? No, I'm like, yeah, that's spot on. You and I haven't really serviced clients ourselves for years, but we know what it's like because we see it all day long within our organizations. Yeah. And that's the thing. Once you're working on the business or even above the business, you're starting to think about, okay, is my team happy? And if my team's happy, then they're going to be able to do good work. So anyway, that is it for today. Go to marketingschool.io slash live, L-I-V-E, to learn about our live event, which is still on hold right now. And then our virtual event as well. You'll see a cool video there too on what the event is all about. So that is it for today. And we will see you tomorrow. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.